When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One, two, one, two, yeah, yeah, hey, hey. Waking up with Energy 95.3. Waking every morning. When you wake up in the morning. Now, here's Tucker and Mora. Welcome to the Take Two Podcast. You've made it. You have arrived. So, this is where we look back at the week on the air. The week that was. So if you missed anything, you might get a chance to hear it in this podcast. And if it's something you heard before and you're like, I heard this already, then you just press that skip 30 seconds, Uh skip 30 seconds, skip 30 seconds button. Or maybe it'll be even better the second time, (laughs) Tucker, right? Could be. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you know when the new one comes out. And uh, we'll do it every week. Thanks for listening. I want to know. Yeah? If you broke your booze cleanse, did you have oh, a drink? Oh, yeah, yeah. I told you I was going to break it, Yeah, though. but I kind of thought, because you were spending Thanksgiving alone, that you might not break it. Well, I have to say that when I started October, I was toying with the idea of going for the whole month without booze. Right. And that was before I realized that my wife and kids would be away for a full long weekend. And it was Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And I realized, ah, you know, I'm probably going to want to have a couple of drinks in there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I went 11 days without booze. And it wasn't like I had, you know, it wasn't like I cracked or caved in. Uh-huh. I made the decision leading up to this past weekend that I was likely going to have a few drinks. Yes. All I wanted to do was just give myself a little bit of a reset uh-huh. so that I wouldn't be just consistently drinking as often. Because mm-hmm. I was finding myself having a drink or two or three Almost every single day. Yeah. It was becoming like a bit of a crutch (laughs) in terms of wrapping up the day. It's your signal that you're done for the day and you can relax. I know. I've been there. And so I thought, oh, if I take some time off, maybe I'll just kind of get it out of that regular routine. Mm -hmm. And I would say, overall, mission accomplished. Because A, uh, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. to do especially because i don't think i have a drinking problem right yes <laughs> that <helps laughs> i wouldn't put myself in that category i think i could eventually have one if i really went down you know that road because yeah. i love drinking yeah and i love the way it makes me feel yes um but i i think i just you know i want to get into a habit of making it more of like a treat as mm-hmm. opposed to just an everyday you know, thing. Uh, finish the day, time to drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how was that first drink? Were you like, oh, yes, this is... You know what? No. Uh-huh. It was the exact opposite. It wasn't worth it, was so it? So I'd gone 11 days. Friday came around, and I didn't like... It wasn't, you know... Sound like the Like I was salivating and just, <laughs> oh, yeah. He's ready to have a drink. I eventually reached a point in the evening where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a drink right now. And I had one. And I tell you, it was not that at all. I did not feel this yeah. great sense of, yeah. <laughs> oh, talk to me. Oh, I can feel it coursing through my veins right. now. All that delicious alcohol. Isn't that funny? Yeah. But then... By you drink know. number three, did you start feeling that way? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, no. I no. would say no. I would yeah. say it was just fine. Like it didn't feel like it was this massive thing I'd been depriving myself there of. There you go. Uh, but it did feel. You know, one of my favorite times to have a drink on a weekend is in the middle of the day when I just want to chill out and do nothing. Well, like yesterday said, yes. at around two p.m., yes. I poured myself some tequila neat just in a glass. And I went and I sat on top of my bed. I have a TV in my bedroom. Yeah. And I sipped on that while watching some terrible movies. <laughs> like, I think Star Wars was on. Star Wars was showcase. on. Halloween was on. Uh, the, what was the other movie I was watching? Uh, but, uh, again, free movies that yeah. were just on TV. Yes. And I was just going back and forth from one to the other. And, uh, That's and a I beautiful lo- day. And that was a great moment. <laughs> and then I had a little snooze for about 15 minutes. Oh, boy. Slow jam. I know. <laughs> So I enjoyed that one a lot more than I did my first one on Friday night. (laughs) A wild weekend you had. Yes, it was. Falling asleep on your bed, drinking tequila. (laughs) Two in the afternoon. Star Wars. (laughs) You are a legend. Uh, Thank you. (laughs)
I uh, live tweeted the whole thing. I yeah. should have live tweeted it. <laughs> and what I do, my move is I put my drink on top of my iPad. It's like my little tray table on the bed. Oh, nice. On the iPad? <laughs> yeah. What if it spills? Well, I got a cover on the iPad. It would slide off the cover and land on the duvet, I guess. But I have one of those, you know, those fleecy blankets you can buy at Costco? Yes. The massive king size one, so I have that on top of my bed. So when I'm sitting on top there, it's so cozy, it's Tell lovely. Me more. Oh, and then more. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I'm, I, are you I making need, fun of my lame life? I need to get a better visual on this. It's a fleecy fully, blanket, fully clothed. Keep in mind, You're on top clothed. there, oh, wow. two pillows behind me, remote in one hand. <laughs> Honestly, it Drink sounds pretty other. good to me. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. You know when you know someone so well, you can actually figure out when they've been up to certain things? For example, I'm pretty sure Mora got some action this weekend. Oh, <laughs> what makes you say There's that? There's two things. Am what, I glowing? Well, you do have, like, you're carrying yourself with a little bit more spunk if you will okay All right. and the other thing is is that we send an email to each other the night before we're working mm-hmm. like a little hey this is what i was up to and just the way you started that email you literally wrote hello best weekend ever <laughs> <laughs> and so i thought to myself mora got some action this weekend oh. and i'm curious to see if we pulled out the gong yeah. how many times you'd hit the gong which, of course, signifies how many times. So you know I was away this weekend, right? I know. And you were like, hotel rules, even though it was an Airbnb cottage. Uh-huh. But I'd be curious to see if I was right. That if I know you well enough, that I could have actually figured out. You want to bring out the gong? I'll bring out the gong. Okay. If you're willing to hit it. I wonder if you would uh, have more gong hits than Bundus, <laughs> our producer. Well, I don't know if that's humanly possible. I know, but we could try it. We'll um, have him hit the gong, too. But okay. let's go. All right. Just so you're not alone, okay? Here we go. And we're done. Oh, <laughs> I it, thought man. for sure you were going to beat me. I, would have, I was guessing two or three gong hits, just based on the tone of your email. Best but weekend ever. It was, I mean, can you hit the gong really hard? I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was a very solid I, gong hit. I can try and make it louder. Can you make, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Guys, Bundus. sometimes you only need to hit the gong once. Yeah. For it to really have an impact. True, true. Monday, how many times are you hitting the gong after was, your long weekend? It was a light long weekend, okay. so. And then. <laughs> and that's it. Just, oh, okay. Just a two. Okay. Wow, wow. Still twice more than Mora. I can't what? figure you out, though. I can't read it on your face. Maybe because you're just getting so much all the time. <laughs> I need to see the lows before I can appreciate the highs. What about yeah. you? I mean, I know you were you were alone all weekend. I was weekend. alone all weekend. I can't hit the gong. But, um, My wife only came home yesterday. Self-love doesn't count? I think this day <laughs> maybe. <laughs> self You want me to hit the gong for every time I was self- intimate with myself? Yes. That's, yes. I'll would- tell you what. I'll tell you. If you're right, if you can guess how many gong hits you think I would hit based on my solo activities. Okay. So what let's would be... See, let's see how you well we really You hit the gong really for how know. many times you think I did okay, it. let's see how well we know Tucker. Okay. okay. I'll go first. Uh, yeah? Okay, here yeah. we go. Morris prediction. Two. Three. Four. <laughs> well, I mean... For part, four. you weren't really drinking that much. Yeah, you had nothing to do. I'm going to give you four. All gong my buddies hits. were out of town, yeah. pretty much. Four yeah, gong busy. Hits. Four gong one, hits. One a day plus an additional floater. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bun, is your prediction? I would say the first thing you did when you got home Friday was hit it. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then just cause Friday night you hit yeah, it again. Okay. <laughs> I love that he's talking us through this. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay, what else? Yeah. Saturday afternoon before you poured that tequila. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, I think you kind of felt bad about yourself, so you stopped. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that one doesn't count. So you had three, Sunday three? off. Okay. And then just before your family showed up, you hit it again, so five. Wow. So I went. I said four, you said five? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I'm only going to tell you if one of you is right and neither of you are right. So it, was <laughs> it was more. It was not more. It was less. Okay. I, I had things to do. Yeah. I was busy. Yeah, you're on the boat. Sailing all day Saturday. <laughs> could have done it on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, but it was really wavy out there. Yeah, and windy. Oh, and windy. And yeah. water everywhere. Yes. 
Yeah. Okay, so who had nice the try. best weekend? I can't figure it out. Um, I guess it was Bundus. I think Bundus and I were tied, actually. <laughs> I think so. Uh, right. So I think we both had a better weekend. Although, of course, yours was louder than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it possible that between apple crisp and or homemade cookies, that one is more significant than the other if someone makes it for you? Mm-hmm. One, that's the question. That's what we're talking about here. Some people in this room believe that one is far more important and sentimental than the other. That's right. Uh, if you want to weigh in, one 800 95 Energy, who's this? Hi, uh, Chris. Chris, do you got two people at the front door? Yeah. One person is holding an apple crisp they made for you. <laughs> Yeah. Another person has some oatmeal raisin cookies that they made for you. Mm-hmm. Which gift of food is more significant? I honestly would take the apple crisp just because, like, oatmeal raisin is just very plain. Mm-hmm. Apple crisp takes a lot more effort to make it. Yeah. I don't know if it does. I don't know if it does, to be honest. I was a part of making an apple crisp yesterday. Seems pretty easy. Did you peel the apples? Yes, I did. that was my job. And we have a little machine thing that does it. A little oh, hand crank. That's why you don't understand. Well, I'm, look. Because you can overdo it with some of the ingredients. Yes. Because there could be more apples than... Than the crisp. So you think it's yeah. more significant if someone gives you an apple crisp versus homemade cookies? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> All right. I, I, it it takes me like five minutes to make an oatmeal or like batter compared yeah. to an apple crisp. I like to like... I would probably enjoy that more. I'm going to tell you something. Literally, it's <laughs> almost the exact same thing. I'm pretty sure. Because you're using <laughs> oats and sugar. There's no and butter. butter. <laughs> or maybe there is. I can't remember. And then, uh, yeah, you just mix it together and dump it on top of a nah. bunch of peeled and cut up apples. I'm pretty sure I could whip together some oatmeal raisin cookies just with whatever's left in the kitchen here at Energy Radio. Oh, I'd love to do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Go in there. You can see. Also, we don't have an oven, oh, so that right. might make it tough. Never mind. Thanks, Chris. We appreciate it. Have a good one. If somebody makes cookies, they make a bunch of cookies, and then you can take some of the cookies from that bunch that you made and yeah. give them to somebody, well, and it's can, no sweat off your back. You can that's make true. an apple crisp. It's that's directly ridiculous. for you. Yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. assuming that you don't have more than one dish in there. You could have multiple dishes in the oven. No, you could. You could uh, cookies. You can cookies. Take- as you said, you you got multiple flights. You got often you're doing more than one batch, so. You got to take them out. You got to cool them. Then you got to put another nah, batch in. You it's could a have whole several thing. people. You're giving flights of cookies exactly. to. Oh, you got and it's Bundus, also you got Tucker. You by got the way, me. it's also very. Uh, it's a lot easier to screw up oatmeal raisin cookies than it is an apple crisp. You just set it and forget it with apple crisp. You don't have to worry. What if set it's a it little and forget it? Yeah, is you, this like a perm? You're talking you throw about? it in the oven. <laughs> you throw it in the oven, and you're pretty much you can't screw it up. You leave oatmeal raisin cookies in the oven for an extra three minutes. By accident, you got a whole new thing going on. Okay. They're like crumbly in a disaster. We just got a text, 1-800-953-2464 uh-huh. from the 289. Yeah. The baker in me says that baking an apple crisp versus cookies is more generous because you don't get to keep any for yourself. With cookies, you could give two and keep 22. Right? I would agree. You, Again, that's a... You get to a, taste it? Why would it be any different? All you need is another dish. You put it in. You can have them cooking side by side. You can make a whole one all to yourself. No. Flawed logic. No. Flawed no. logic I'm there. sorry, no. man. Again, you make a <laughs> oh batch of cookies. God. You can give 12 to Bundus and 12 to Tucker. Yeah. Here I am thinking you're you're making cookies for me. You're making cookies for everyone. Yeah, but I could cut up enough apples to make five batches of apple crisp, and I could cook it all at the same time. And I'll tell you something. Cooking five apple crisps at a time would be a lot easier than doing a whole bunch of cookies on multiple shelves, because cookies are far more sensitive. Wow. Everybody's wrong. Everybody's wow. wrong. I'm right. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think so. You know, the thing that happens to every parent at some point that breaks your heart happened to me yesterday. What happened? You know, you have those milestone moments with your kids. Mm-hmm. 
learning to walk when you see them walk for the first time it's pretty crazy right oh it's the best the first time your kid says your name like mama or dada yeah. i mean usually they say dada because it's just easier they're like da 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 but when they really say your name yeah. it's kind of cool well, the first time they tell you that they love you yeah oh. first time you see them laugh real laugh oh. oh isn't that like it's insane you're like this is a little human being that has a sense of humor <laughs> <laughs> but then the, the same, you know, on the flip side of that, there's moments that just break your heart and they can happen at any time. And uh, what happened to me happens to everyone. And it's that moment where your kid doesn't want to be seen with you. Oh, my daughter's 13. Yeah. Went for a walk. Uh-huh. Going up to the Danforth to grab a few things. Going by the park. And... um a lot of kids from her school hang out at the park Yes. after school, and she asked if I could walk ahead of her. <laughs> oh. Oh. Were you wearing something bizarre? No, I was just normal. I was just me. You know, wasn't wearing anything ridiculous. It wasn't like I was wearing Crocs and flannel pants and, you know, a tank top yeah, and a yeah. sombrero. Yeah. You know, that made no? me understand it. Right. No, I was just dressed just like a you? normal person. And the thing is, I mean, it. Like, I'm pretty cool to have as a parent. Are you? You know what I mean? Like, I got a pretty cool job. Yeah. You talk yeah. on the radio for a living. Yeah, you yeah, think, yeah, ah, yeah. you know, maybe my kid, I'll be different because, you know, yeah. other kids, there's some other friends listen to me in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Like a local celebrity in our neighborhood. Not really. but <laughs> Here we go. No, but, you know, different than if I was like the accountant from Ernst & Young or right. whatever. You know, you think <laughs> I might have a leg up on that person? Sure. Doesn't make a difference. Man. Now, how far in front did you have to be? Pretty far. Oh, boy. It was like... (laughs) It was more, you know, I wasn't having any of it. She slowed down, and I just kept walking. And I'm like, all right, I'll give her this one. Um, I would say by the point that she felt comfortable to continue walking regular speed, I was probably about like 40 feet ahead of her. And then she also got on her phone to make it look like she (laughs) really had nothing to do with me. Uh, Oh, I'm having Uh, a conversation. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. And then she kind of caught up to me as we got past the park and we're uh, nearing the Danforth. But then she saw some other people she thought she might know. So then she purposely missed the light crossing the street and started walking down the other side of the street. What? same direction but on opposite sides i know right i'm so glad she broke you in because i have been wanting to do the same thing with you (laughs) now i could be like can you walk just a little bit ahead of me tucker (laughs) okay (laughs) oh shame on you oh no i feel for you i really do anyway it happens to everybody i guess for the first time ever, a video for a song that was written in the 1980s has reached 1 billion views billion? on YouTube. In fact, I can't believe it's taken this long uh, to have a song from the 80s reach a billion views. Huh. And uh, I'm going to tell you what that is in just a sec. But before we, uh, just before we went on the air, I asked uh, everyone in the room here to choose what song they would liked it to have been. Mm-hmm. From the 80s. From our, the 80s. Our basically our favorite song from the 80s. I mean, you know, I didn't give anyone enough time to really put a lot of thought into it. That's so, right. you know, th- <laughs> but I think these are all like interesting choices. For example, Mora's choice well, is from the Talking Heads. Kind of a cool song. Once in a lifetime is the name of this song. Yeah. Now Bundes's choice. Little Red Corvette. I try not to judge people. You know, <laughs> teach their own. It's not Little Red Corvette. Oh, okay. It's worse than that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's from Roxette, Mora. She's got the look. Bundes. <laughs> That guitar riff is awesome. She's got the look. She's got the look. Oh, yeah. You are a big slice of cheese, baby. That's not even the biggest rock set song, too. Um, 
bigger than that would have been uh, must have been love, but it's over. So, what's your like favorite '80s track that you wish made it to a billion? Wow, views? it's a song that's still amazing to this day. It's one of the first artists I really got like hardcore into. Oh yeah, yeah. As yeah. a kid, this uh, guy right here. Oh, you're so deep and introspective. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. I know. Oh, man. man, I love Peter Gabriel. Ah. And this song in particular you stands like, up today like it did in the mid '80s. You like this one better than "Shock the Monkey"? Yeah, I don't like "Shock the Monkey." I know. Yeah. No one does. Ah. Yeah, Peter Gabriel in your eyes. Good tune. Sometimes. Wow. Okay. Okay, so none of those ones. None of those going. songs made the list. But Might I will. as well face it, you're addicted to love. No, okay. <laughs> I love that song too. <laughs> <laughs> well, what one is it? Uh, I don't know if I can tell you now. Don't you want me, baby? <laughs> don't you want me? Oh. Uh, no, no. Mora, is it this song right here? Wherever you go, whatever you do. Remember this gem? Okay. It's not that one. It, right here waiting for you. <laughs> okay. Is it this song from ACDC? I just rolled you. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it Rick Astley? Um, We're never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Okay, it might be that one. Yeah. Okay, or is it this song right here? Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. One of those songs just became the first one ever to reach a billion views on YouTube. Rick Astley, Richard Marks, or Guns N' Roses? I'm going Guns N' Roses, bro. I gotta say Rick Astley because of all the memes and all the Rick rolling on yeah, the internet. Yeah, right? Well, Mora... Yeah. What did you say? I went with GNR. Yeah, you're right. Really? <laughs> Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Well, that's kind of the song that stands the test of time out of the three of them that you played. You mm-hmm. know, like I still want to hear that whole song. Yeah. It wasn't everybody's working Good for boy. the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not that. Uh, okay. And this morning we're playing a game called Hit That Post. Yeah. And we say good morning to Lynn and Kelly. Hello. Hello. Okay, so this is how the game works. We're going to play the beginning of a song for you. This morning's song has a 16-second intro. Your job is to talk into the beginning of the song as though you're working at the radio station. Mm -hmm. And we want to see you hit that post, which means you would stop talking right before the vocal kicks in. Uh, Maura's going to show us how it's done. Maura, are you ready for this? I'm, I'm ready. Okay, okay, show us how it works with this song here from JT. It is Sexy Bags. Oh, you are in the middle of a 30-minute mix down. <laughs> and let's work off that apple crisp, shall we? Can we bring the sexy back? Oh, yes, we can. It's JT on Energy. I'm bringing sexy back. Oh, man, I don't know if you've ever missed one. <laughs> Wow. No, really. I don't know if you ever have. You're flattering me. Thank you. Uh, so that's how it's done. Did you guys uh, get a little listen to that? Yes, I did. Okay, the only other thing we're going to throw in here is Mora is going to present you with a keyword that you have to incorporate into the 16 and a, you know, 0.2 seconds that you have to talk. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with Kelly this morning, Mora. What is Kelly's word? Well, Kelly, the word you have to work in is gizzard. Gizzard. Okay. Which is uh, part of the turkey. It's the, the, the gizzard. neck. The gizzard. Yeah, yeah something. Oh, <laughs> neck area. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, are you ready to go, Kelly? I guess I am. And it's okay. all about energy, okay? You don't have to be perfect. Okay. It's all about just having fun. And then we'll okay. vote on uh, who really hit the post the best. Mm-hmm. Your 16 seconds starts right now. Good morning. Welcome to 95.3. It's Kelly call, or calling from Brampton this morning, and I'm about to tell you it's about a beautiful day with gizzards and blizzards heading your way. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had a great thing. Good to hear you. Okay. Okay. 
Well, that is uh, one. You know, you you walk the post a little bit, but there was lots of energy in there. I'll tell you, this post is a difficult one to hit because JT kind of kicks into the singing a little bit offbeat almost. It is a tough one, but we'll see what Lynn can do now. Lynn, your keyword is? Giblets. Giblet. You know what the giblet is in the turkey? And what song do I have? It's around the neck, right, Maura? <laughs> yeah. It's uh, in the neck region, the giblets. Isn't yeah. it all the organs and stuff they pull out of it's there? It's a little sack that you find inside the turkey. <laughs> a bag of giblets. Okay. Lynn, you ready? Yes. Your 16 seconds starts right now. Hold on to your seat. This song is going to help you digest all that leftover turkey. You know, like your favorite, the giblets. <laughs> Who doesn't like giblets? Come on, listen with us on Energy 95.3. And we're going to, what are we going to do, guys? Come on, we're going to be Oh, man, guys. Wow. I don't know what we're going to do here. Great energy. Wow. I kind of feel like, you know, yeah. Tough word, keywords. Both of them walked the post because it is a tough one. Lynn had a lot of fun with giblets. She sure did. Kelly had lots of energy as well. All right. Okay. Vote around the room. Kelly and for Lynn. Well, we have a winner. And this morning, it's going to be Lynn. Thank you so much, ladies. Well, thank you. Well, this could be the greatest cereal of all time, Tucker. Kellogg's is selling an all-together cereal, a special box of six of its cereals, all mixed together. Ooh. Here's what's in the mix. Yeah, what Are do we got? Yeah, what do we got in there? Oh, we got your Frosted Flakes. Yeah. The Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. Rice Krispies. Okay. Frosted Mini Wheats. Hello. Yeah. And then a couple of stinkers. <laughs> what are you considering a stinker there? Raisin Bran. Ooh, Raisin Bran is a good one on its own. That does not strike me as no. a good mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. got the Corn Flakes, which I think is just a cop-out. If you're going to have frosted flakes in there, what's the point of putting the corn flakes Amen. in there? It's just like a it's like a Amen. healthy person's frosted flake. What? No vector? <laughs> That's my go-to cereal. I love a bit of vector. You throw vector in there, now you got some protein, baby. What about uh, all brand buds? What? I'm just thinking the kind of person that would eat this cereal could probably use a little help in the fiber department, you know? Yes. They're, they're probably not like eating six types of cereal together in the morning and then having broccoli at lunch. So you want to see some brand buds I, in there. Just for the person who's going to buy this, they could just, probably use a little bit of... Just to you help know, it move through the tubes. Little intestinal lubrication ah, yes. in the form of fiber. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, they're selling it today only at the com. Each box is about 20 bucks, and they're doing it to raise money for Spirit Day, which is today, which is all about diversity and LGBTQ awareness. Okay, that makes sense. That's so it's a cool. little promotion they're doing just a hey we'll put everybody in the same bowl mm-hmm. just like society i get it oh there i i honestly did not <laughs> even put that together i'm <laughs> just like oh look at this they're dumping all their cereals in one yeah. bowl oh but i get it diversity world is made up of all kinds of people right you got your raisin brands who's the raisin brand the elderly you. no you're a raisin <laughs> brand <laughs> a little sweet sweeter Uh, than you expect yeah but also you know you get a little mushy a little poopy when you've been around (laughs) a little too long (laughs) gotta eat it quick yeah 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 thanks (laughs) thanks a lot Uh, Um, no you could be you could be the frosted uh mini wheats thank you one side is sweet the other side is boring You know, like what more up the hell, before guys? 10 p.m. is the sweet side. Yeah, Lots yeah. of fun. Party 10, in the bowl. 10 p.m. 10, after 10 p.m., it flips over to the other side and you just got the boring old mini weed. Yeah, it's more like 9 p.m. That's a good point. <laughs> what is your bedside weapon? Tim, what do you have under your bed? 
Oh, wow. I can't believe I'm talking to you guys. Yeah. Man, you call us, you get to talk to us. It's that wow, easy. Easy. Okay. Well, I got stuff all over the house, actually. Oh. Oh, really? Each room has its own little area for the weapon of choice? Yes, yes I do. So in the, uh, in the bathroom, I have a machete, but it's very hidden. It's very well hidden. <laughs> You have a machete in your bathroom? Uh, Just in case, you know, that's the place you can get trapped, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you hide it in the bathroom? So over, so in our, in our bathroom, bathroom, we have a lighting fixture, a very large one that's made of wood and stuff like that. Uh So on top, it's like a big shelf, but it's literally a couple inches from the ceiling. Oh, so you can't even see it. it. Yeah, you can't even see it. So you run in there, you know exactly where to reach. It's like, boom, I got my machete. No no children could find it. Not even the wife can find it. Do you ever (laughs) use that for a close blade shave when (laughs) when your razor's looking a little rusty? Well, you know, there's there's two modes to that. There's the act of the chopping part, but there's the the whip, the spanking part that we call a planas in from Trinidad, where I'm from. Ah. So it's two modes. So I don't have to, you know, damage him, but it'll hurt if I if I whip oh, him. So you might spank, spank an intruder. Bad boy. Bad boy. I love it. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. It's really good to hear. Okay. You what else do you have in the house? I have a, an axe downstairs in the basement. Okay. Wow. It's just hidden. That's very well hidden as well. Yeah. And if I'm doing, like, if I find, like, uh, doing repairs or something and I find a piece of pipe, I'll hide that somewhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about in the bedroom? Um, I definitely have a pipe or something in there. A like, pipe? Like, pipe. Yeah, like just crazy. a metal pipe I found. Reminds me and of it, the game was, Clue, right? <laughs> yeah. It was Tim in the bedroom <laughs> with the pipe. <laughs> We could play it just in your house with all the weapons you have hidden. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot in the house, so oh, intruders beware. And have you ever had course, to use a, a weapon? Canadian, so no guns. But, right. uh, yeah, never had to use it. And knock on wood, never will. Good. All right. Good, good, good. good. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah, hope you yeah. stay safe. Well, we know you will. Anyways, I just had to say that I'm one of the fans that went from your old place to your podcast and day one in energy. You guys are amazing. So if I broke into your place, you wouldn't take out the machete. I would know it's more of. (laughs) Unless you want a little spanking. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thanks, Tim. Thanks, guys. Take care. Jim, what do you have as your bedside weapon? I'm an avid airsofter. What's it? Oh, like an airsoft like uh, paintball? It's Well, it's like paintball, but the guns are quite a bit more realistic. Uh, they shoot a six millimeter uh, ceramic BB um, that uh, it's just a little bit smaller than a twenty two caliber round. I average between eleven and twenty five rounds per second. So it's like it's like being sprayed with a with, with a swarm of bees with one pull of the trigger. Yikes! Yeah. How about a swarm of bees though as a weapon? <laughs> you get like a hive under your bed, and you just there he comes. You open up the can. You are an evil genius. You are an evil genius. Yeah, that's amazing. Plus, you have an unlimited supply of honey. (laughs) Considering a a small hive can produce as much as 30 pounds of bees, uh, 30 pounds of honey a week. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, man. You guys have yourselves a great day, and thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. Listening to you, too. Yeah, appreciate it. We're all listening to each other. Bye. There you go. Take care. Today, we operify. It is our most hated game. Of all time. And I I still (laughs) in denial of that. And uh, imagine if your favorite pop singer decided to get into opera opera music instead Mm -hmm. of pop music. And they still wanted to play their old songs. Right. That's what we're going to hear this morning. Nick, Mora is going to do her best to operify a pop song. You have to tell us the name of the song if you'd like to win this morning. Sounds good. Okay, Nick, have a listen to this.
could anyone hate this game? That was beautiful, Maura. That was really, that was really something. You you. should have seen Mundus and I looking at each other. We were almost moved to tears. It's got to be that Katy Perry song. Um, Last Friday night. Last Friday night. Is he right? Yes, he is. Uh, Yeah. I like Mora's version better. Oh, wow. You know what? Me too. Me too. Congratulations. Flattery everywhere, Nick. <laughs> I don't know if that... It may be the first time we've ever had to play that game where you didn't have to sing it a second time. Mora! It's very funny. We just got a text from the 647. I hate this game. I turn the radio off when you play it. Wow. You know what I've learned, Mora? You can't please everybody all the yes. time. Yes. Wait, well, do we know their name of the person? We don't. Because we could say whatever we want. They're not listening now. But Samantha said she loves the Opera Fi game. Okay. Screw the people who don't Yeah, like I love Samantha, <laughs> that person who turned us off for a second, by the way. I would never tell them this in 10 minutes when they turn us back on. But I think I hate them now. <laughs> Have I got a mashup for you? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. You know, sometimes you got two people in the car, you can't make everybody happy. Yeah. Some person likes aggressive rock. The other person likes songs from animated movies. (laughs) Who's that person? My kid? Yeah, maybe. Maybe it is your kid. And maybe it's your husband who likes aggressive rock music. Okay. Somebody has managed to create a mashup of uh, Circle of Life from The Lion King Mm -hmm. uh, with Corn Freak on a Leash. Now, uh, let me give you a little preview of what each sounds like on their own in case you're not familiar with the music. This is what Corn sounds like. Okay, well... Just there, I remember Yeah, that. and then, of course, a little... Uh, circle of Life from The Lion King. So how could you possibly put those songs together? I have no idea. Well, listen to this. <laughs> Terrible. This is the worst. It kind of makes me smile. <laughs> You're not liking that? No. Make it stop, please. Now, who would listen to that? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Did you see Elton John was ripping apart the new Lion King? I heard about that. Yeah, he's not a fan. We were talking a little bit about this yesterday, how the cast of Friends doesn't really want to come back together for a reboot because they don't want to water down the original totally. and taint the you know the legacy of yes. the original 10 years they did. Yes. And I feel like Elton John feels as though Disney did that to The Lion King. Yeah, why are we redoing Disney movies now? I mean, The Lion King was perfect. Yeah, Elton John, who, by the way, wrote like five songs for the original yeah. Lion King. King says yeah. that the remake was a huge disappointment. Uh-huh. And he said that uh, you know, music was so much part of the original and the music in the current film didn't have the same impact. Mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like he's just bitter they didn't bring him in to do five more <laughs> songs, right? Cuz he would have made a ton of dough oh. off those uh five that he wrote. Yeah. I I've been watching old Disney movies with my daughter again cuz mm-hmm. she's kind of getting at the age where she wants to see them and I found myself watching The Little Mermaid which they're thinking of remaking. That movie sucks. (laughs) And all Disney movies, except for like The Lion King, it seems to be about the woman getting married. That is the end-all, be-all goal, is Uh, to get married. Get the Prince Charming lined up. a prince. But Yeah. yeah, that's all that matters, is getting married. I tell you, the part of The Little Mermaid that bugged me uh-huh. was that, you know, here is a little girl who just wouldn't listen to her dad. Yeah. And every time <laughs> she wouldn't listen to him, there were catastrophic, <laughs> you know, results. Yeah. She like makes a deal with a witch. Yeah. Ruins everybody else's life. Yeah. So she can have a chance to have legs and meet Prince Eric. Yeah. Who she didn't even know. 
He could be a total dick. <laughs> and she's like putting everybody else's life in jeopardy. In the Mur Kingdom, turns their life into a nightmare. Yep. And luckily, uh-huh. it all came together in the end. Well, thank God. Turns but out- how close was it to not coming together? I know. Right? And Ursula the- is pretty powerful. The Lion King, perfect movie. How did we go from a mashup featuring corn (laughs) into ripping apart all the Disney remakes? I have no idea. Uh, We were playing that mashup of Circle of Life from The Lion King with Corn's Freak on a Leash. Remember this? Yes. I've got an even better one for today. (laughs) Okay. What, What could possibly top this? How about Spice Girls mashed up with Slipknot? Oh, no. Another aggressive rock band Uh with something that has nothing to do with aggressive rock. (laughs) This one's even better. I don't even know if you can handle this more. This might be, you might actually be looking for this later to play. You're going to enjoy it so much. Okay. Okay, let me hear it. You recognize this part? Sure. So let me get this straight. The only will is my own. I do whatever I want to say alone. Oh my decisions. This is terrible. I'm gonna stop for the rest of my life. But I will always find a way to survive. I'm not a feeling, but I know what it's like. I can take it or leave it or die. That is the worst. It's better than the other one, I the thought. Worst. That is amazing. <laughs> that That's is a great me, mashup. That to me is pretty special. What do you guys like so much about these mashups? It's just fun. Yeah. I think what makes me really enjoy them the most is imagining in my head the guys from Slipknot with the girls from the Spice Girls in one studio together. And then the Slipknot guys are dancing as though they're in the Spice Girls. (laughs) And but this is what's coming out. You laugh. It makes me think about like the uh, Grammys when you have two different acts perform together, <laughs> you know? And I love when they do that. I love when they do that yeah, too. Yeah, so but what's I could, the problem? I could never, ever see that happening in real life. The sugariest of pop with the heaviest of metal, you know? Well, what about, okay, <laughs> let me give you an example. Post Malone's new album. Yes. Okay. The, the song that they want to be the next single, I don't know if this is going to happen. It's the one featuring Ozzy Osbourne from Black oh, Sabbath. Oh, yes. Remember this song? I feel you crumbling my arms down to your <laughs> I mean, this is a collaboration with somebody who's, you know, pop, hip-hop, whatever you want to classify uh, Post Malone as, with a legendary classic rocker. Yeah. Is that any different? Except for the fact that he actually knew he was singing right. for this song. And this kind of sounds good. Huh? This is good, Tucker. Yeah, this is so different. You see that, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah, I get this now. No. 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 But this part here? Just imagine them kind of trading off the same microphone, you know? And then you're just imagining Sporty Spice getting her face covered in spit. Slipknot are the guys who wear those. They still wear the masks, eh? I think so. Yeah. They're terrifying. Anyway. They have the mask with the things coming yeah, off of it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. You know, Posh Spice, not a part of the Spice Girls. This, They could be the fifth Spice. <laughs> Men are the worst. I've said it before. I'm comfortable saying that. Uh I'm just looking at a list of things that guys do. Yeah. That apparently a lot of guys are like, yeah, it's totally fine to do that. But the reality is it's super creepy. Mm, Okay. This is just an online conversation. I'll bring you some of the answers. These are like things that guys think are okay. Okay. I, I think I know what one of them probably is. What would be one? And I'll tell you if it made the list. 
there, that I have in front of me. There, there are some men that think it's okay to like touch you a little bit, whether it's putting their hand on the small of your back or like just the way that they touch you, you know, it wasn't like a friend jovial thing. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if Bundus is that type. I kind of feel like you are a touchy feely sort of guy. No, not at all. To be honest, it's usually like an older man yeah who's it just like the uncle at the dinner party or something right and somehow he finds a piece of exposed skin and puts (laughs) puts his hand Uh, right there yeah i i and you wonder like oh um am i overreacting but i have this girlfriend and this guy used to come into the cafe and uh he touched me and he touched her and then we talked about it. I'm like, does he put your hand on the small of your back? And she's like, yes, he does. Mm. And it's always like, oh. That is on the list here. Casually touching a woman's thigh or back while you're talking to her. Yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I would never do that. Some guys think it's okay. A lot of guys think it's totally fine to do. In fact, they probably think it's kind of sexy or it's some move that they got down, right? Like a lot of these, I think it's just guys thinking that they're, you know, extra suave and they can get away with stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting sexually explicit the first time you're texting with someone is something that guys apparently feel like it's totally fine. Wow. Well, Bondis, you're on the scene, man. You're a single guy. You have to read the situation. Like you have to know the person that you're talking to and read their their visual and their their physical cues to you. So yeah. if, if someone is into you, you should be able to tell that, and then you can kind of walk into getting into sexually explicit material or touching them on their thigh. You don't just go there first. Yeah, some guys just go there, Bundes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. It seems like with all these guys are just going there. Yeah, in every case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else you got? Asking a woman that you just met if she lives alone. <laughs> That's, that's kind it's of a like, creepy thing. What? Um, Maybe it's a way for you to like figure out if she's in a relationship or not, but it just comes across as or, wrong. Or yeah. if they have has a roommate, so like, is she crashing at my place, or am I going to be able to crash? Like, that's how. That's yeah. That thought process. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, nice to meet you. You live alone. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends, right? Yeah, that's not cool. Um, this one is something you would see in a movie all the time. Maybe not so much today, but certainly in a James Bond movie. Okay. Or I can even think of uh, watching Top Gun, Tom Cruise with um, Call Sign Charlie, whatever her name was in that. Kelly Gill. Gill Whatever. Blocking an exit when you're trying to start a conversation or restricting (laughs) a woman's movement in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're kind of like trapping them between your two arms so they can't get away. Right, yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like you're in a doorway and you put your arm up so that in order for us to get past you we have to go under your arm i'm pretty sure there was a scene where tom cruise is in the bathroom in top gun and and hitting on her and kind of blocking her yeah we're trying to keep her there totally um the only way to get by him is to basically rub your body against his yeah or push him (laughs) say get the hell out of my way creep yeah Okay, uh, when a woman is walking on the sidewalk, driving slowly next to them to try and talk to them. <laughs> yes. Honestly. Think that's, I mean, I guess it happens. Yeah. Oh, it's happened to me totally. Happened to me several times. Yeah, it was probably someone just asking for directions though, right? No. <laughs> wow. No, it's happened to me too when I was on my bike on College Street, a car slowed up beside me in a it was a convertible and the guy just was like hey let's why don't you pull over park the bike and we'll go grab a drink that's crazy yeah is it though like because i've done that yeah and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i knew I, there'd be something on this list that you did <laughs> i knew there'd be one thing i was just waiting for it to come up well i mean like if you see a girl that you're attracted to Without being rude, like what's wrong with saying hi? Yeah, like if you you you, I want to get to know you. Yeah, yeah. It's different though. Depending on the type of car, like a convertible to me is less creepy than somebody rolling down their window driving slowly beside you. I'll tell you how far I'll take it when it comes to women walking on a sidewalk. Yeah, I won't even walk behind a woman closely, especially (laughs) if it's at night. Like, I try and be the least creepiest person out there. Right, because you're worried about making them feel uncomfortable. Yeah, because if someone's walking right behind me at night, male or female, creeps me out a little. Yeah. Um, 
giving an unsolicited uh, unsolicited shoulder massage. Oh God! <laughs> it's the same guy that grabs the small of your back that does that one. Yeah, it's like okay, touchy feely guy. You know that makes it reminds me, and I know you won't tell the story or at least uh, name the person, but there's someone who's a well known media celebrity. Yes. and very well liked. Oh yeah, that you told me a story, and I would never ask you to you know, say the person's name. No, but they were like, didn't they come up behind you and start kissing you on your neck or yes. something? Yeah, but I was kind of into it. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean... I had kind of given him the signal that I was down. (laughs) You would never want guys to feel like they have the green light to do that whenever they want. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey, just start rubbing someone's shoulders. Oh, you look stressed. Yeah, it's like, what? That's got to happen at the office. All of a sudden? Um, Hassling someone for a date because you know they don't have a boyfriend. Oh, God. You know, that's another thing. Just take a cue. If I've turned you down once, like I've had people Mm. hassle and hassle me, and I'm like, okay, now you're making me uh, have to be really blunt about it, you know? And now I'm going to hurt your feelings. Uh, Moving a woman's clothing to get a better look at her tattoo. Oh, Oh, let me see that. Small of the back guy again. (laughs) Uh, Saying something like, you're perfect within a few minutes of meeting somebody. You're a loser. Okay. I take that that as a compliment. And uh, I'll give you one more because we've gone too long here. Asking a woman, where's my hug? Uh, Where's my hug? There are guys out there that think that's totally fine. By the way, if you're doing any of these things, creepy. Yeah. All right. I was getting some serious stink eye at the pool yesterday. I was there for my daughter's swimming lesson, and um, apparently in the summer, it's okay to wear outdoor shoes on the pool deck, but once the seasons change, everyone needs to take their shoes off. Yesterday, I was there wearing, like, boots, (laughs) and that was raising some eyebrows. We felt so much pressure that while we were sitting there watching her swim, we literally took our boots off. We're like, everyone's staring at Mm. us. Let's take off our boots. There is nothing grosser that I can think of. Let me think if I can think of something grosser than walking around a pool deck mm-hmm. in bare feet and it's a public pool and you're not swimming. Uh, you right. know what I mean? So it's like you got like, jeans on. Yeah. And your toes are getting into these little puddles and you're not even sure if they're puddles of pool water or something else. <laughs> yes. Like what would be worse than walking barefoot around a public pool uh, when you're not swimming? Mm-hmm. How about sitting naked? on the bench in a gym change room and then realizing it's wet when you sit down. Oh, oh well, God. you know, you... Is that not the... Is that... Uh, that's a little grosser, isn't it? Yes. And you lay your towel <laughs> out before you do that. Would you rather walk around the deck of a pool that's wet mm-hmm. when you're not swimming mm-hmm. or step into your daughter's diaper after she's had a number one? <laughs> oh, number I'll, one. I'll take the diaper any day. I'd take the diaper, too. Would you? Well, because I feel like urine is one of those things you usually put on your foot if you're having some kind of issue, like you stepped on something in the ocean. Yeah. Yes. You know? You're supposed to pee on your foot. So I feel like that would almost be more sanitary than just walking around that pool deck. I asked my doctor once when she was holding my urine sample. I'm like, does that ever gross you out, just holding urine samples? She's like, no, urine is the cleanest thing ever. It's very sterile. It's when it's been sitting out for a while that it can start to fester. What a weird question to ask somebody <laughs> that holding is a weird your urine sample. <laughs> what would you have done if she said, yeah, it's the worst part of my day. You just made it terrible. You know when you hand a urine sample to someone and it's still warm? It's oh, like, oh. Come on, fecal samples got to be worse than that. Yeah. And they've got to grab those probably from time to time. Yeah. What's going on, Nicole? When we were kids, we would go to this outdoor pool every summer. And um, it was like kids were all 16 and under. We were all getting ready to go into the pool, and you know, a few of us were jumping in. And one of my little cousins, he was about seven or eight at the time, he takes off his shirt and takes off his shoes and turns around to jump into the pool. When he turns around, he steps into this big pile of dog poop because someone had brought their dog who pooped and didn't pick it up. Uh, uh, in bare feet? In bare feet. And you could, it was like slow motion. You could just see it squished through this poor little kid's toes. It's mm. uh, like, the horror on his face. I thought he was going to start crying. But the worst part is that 
he was so panicked that the first thing he did to get it off was jump into the pool. Oh. <laughs> so you see the whole pool clear out. Ah. Yeah. In. It was the most horrifying thing. That's rough. I mean, I've definitely stepped in poo on a grass field walking around barefoot. barefoot. You know what? Once it happens to you once... You never forget that feeling of it oozing between your toes. Oh! I can, to this day, remember what exactly what that feels like. I feel like he can, too. Like, every time we get together, that story is always brought up. And yeah. the look on his face, he can, it, it's, like, traumatic for him. That's a mental scar that'll be with you till you die. Even through yeah. dementia, you'll probably still remember that story. I can't believe that happened to you. Well, you're playing on a field, you're in bare feet, all of a sudden... Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Thanks a lot for calling. No problem. Talk to you later. Hey. Hey. Energy 95.3. It's Tucker and Mora with the one and only Kim Coates and Billy Baldwin is back. Billy, Billy, weren't you just here, Billy, like yesterday? (laughs) Yes. It's deja vu all over again. Yes. It's so good to see you. Last time you were here, you were gearing up for a big wedding. I was. Here we go. That didn't take long, just hey. like last time. You know. But Billy, you're already married. I know your wife. You got married again behind I my got back. A, uh, how do we? We can't put anything up on the screen here. I've got this amazing shot. Let me I show you. I want to see the picture. Oh, you're gonna love this. Are you ready? Brace yourself. Hold on. Mm. That's not the picture Billy's phone is the size of Saskatchewan. <laughs> And you would know that because you're from Saskatchewan. <laughs> okay, check out. This oh, kind of no, ran all over the place. But my good friend Usher oh, put that God. on his... Uh, Are you in a shot with Usher? It's Usher and Justin and Haley and oh. me in the um, in the photo booth there. We did okay, so was that nice, definitely huh? the best wedding you've ever been to? Nice. No, no, mine was. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad shot, right? Huh? That's a Not, great shot. It's a, it's cool. intentionally the face you're putting on is perfect. That's a I great love that. shot. Billy, yeah. did Usher perform at the wedding? No. I mean, if he did, I was already in bed. It went on till like five in the morning and I, w- I was out of there. Way past one. your bedtime. You know, as you know. As you, know. Uh, you know, it was a great wedding. You know, it was, I got to tell you, um, I was surprised. I was surprised. I was really uh, touched because the feelings these two got, kids really have for kids to us. Yeah. But they had for one another. You could really feel it in the room. It felt very palpable. And very real and very legitimate. It was, it's like they're a super cool, strong. Well, he couple. seems they to be really... in a good place, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with Haley's influence. Like I feel like the two of them are looking really healthy and good, and he's like you know grounded now. Well, she's getting he's getting a lot of support. Like she's really, really you know because he's been he's been he's said publicly in his social media stuff that he's been battling a little bit he's been having some struggles and, yeah mm-hmm. and it's nice to uh to see you know them there for each other they're really really cool and it wasn't i expected for it to be like overrun by you know a kardashian jenner kind of thing you know what i mean it yeah. wasn't like that it was a very well balanced i bet every time you went to any event and you saw 15 people standing outside with scotch in one hand and a cigarette in the other hand it was all the canadians <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, nice. yeah, I'm telling you, everywhere. It was like a California. No <laughs> I, it was like an AA meeting, except for they had a scotch in their hand. Right. Like everyone was outside with a cigarette. I'm like, you're Justin's aunt, you're Justin's uncle, you're Justin's cousin. Those Stratford people. Yeah. That's funny. Well, speaking of the Baldwin influence, I feel like you've had a good influence on Kim Coates, who's here with us this morning. I can just tell from the last time we saw you two years ago, you seem more grounded. <laughs> no, it's got to be the Baldwin influence. I'm Uncle Billy. He is Uncle like Billy to me. Figure. No, yeah. Billy and I. What would we, you do without me? <laughs> we we stay in touch all the time, and and uh, it's always great to hang with him for sure. The both of us are we're we're holding up all right. We're, we we're we, doing we, all right, right, peeps? I mean, it's you six o'clock in the awesome. morning. The seventies and eighties, we embalmed sh- ourselves with something, and it's it's preserved <laughs> us. I should mention the reason why Kim Coates and Billy Baldwin are in studio with us is because there's an event that is taking place this weekend. In fact, it starts tonight and it rolls tomorrow. It is the Rally for Kids Scavenger Cup here in Toronto in support of the Pinball Clemens Foundation, which, if you don't know much about the foundation, is set up to help um, basically youth in need have the tools and uh, the support that they require in order to have the best chance at success in life, which is a really cool idea. 
And then the event itself is matching up tons of celebrities with people who want to take part in this rally, which is a car rally, right? Like you're going to different... It's a scavenger uh, hunt rally. Yeah. Billy and I have yeah. to stay in a car with people we don't really know for five hours for the cause, man. It's what is that going to be like? Because <laughs> I'm a terrible it's... backseat driver. <laughs> no, no, no. Is this going to be difficult you for you guys? It is the coolest... You do the scavenger hunt, you go to the police station, and you go into like a firing range, and you do a raid, and you do a rescue in a hostage wow. crisis, what? okay? Yeah. Then yeah. you go to the Toronto <laughs> Fire Academy, you, let's and you go to the academy, and a fully a involved <laughs> raging inferno that's three stories high, and you have to put on the full gear and climb three stories and rescue a, a, a little dummy of a baby, right? Yeah. Then you go to like Air Canada, one of the sponsors, I don't know if they are this year or not, but they, they they're are. a sponsor. They're huge. You go there and you do this crazy thing out at the airport and you like fly their flight simulator. You like land a freaking wow. plane, okay? you'd love that. Then, yeah. love it. Sometimes you have to drive an 18-wheeler on a course in a giant like that parking lot. That was fun. To Cape Saskatchewan, baby. I put that 18-wheeler backwards into the spot. Didn't run anything on either side. Yes, I then did. Then you get out of there. You Bonus do like points. a 20-point check on some exotic car. When you get in the car... Like Sarah McLaughlin is inside, and you do carpool karaoke with Sarah McLaughlin. By the way, one time there, this chick, she's really hot. Her name is China Phillips. Yeah. And you got into the car with China, and of course, you're saying, Hold on for one day. So, this isn't your grandpappy's scavenger hunt at all. You know, we, we, this is why we do it, and sprinkled throughout the entire day are these incredible kids who are marginalized that, that Pinball and his foundation are helping so valiantly and they are at all these stops so we get to hang with them and take photos and laugh and giggle and it's uh, it's really for the kids so it's really kind of an amazing day do you yeah. guys audition for stuff like regularly or does, is it more like friends in the industry that reach out to you and say oh, I got this project you'd be perfect it's all of the above I don't audition much anymore, but I do for like Marvel and those big ass. You do when you have pretty to. Pretty much, yeah. You do. When I you mean, have if Scorsese to, exactly. says, "Come mm -hmm. and read." You You're don't gonna, like, you go read. and read. Yeah. I'm only straight yeah. to offer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You do what you got to do. A lot of people don't realize that Kim, you are from Saskatchewan. You're a Canadian guy. Proud. Um, do you ever have to go to Saskatchewan all the time? Oh, Where do you? are you okay. from there? Saskatoon. You bro. are. Saskatoon. I lived there for a year and a half when the I started Saskatoon, my radio career. Uh, outside in Rosetown, Saskatchewan, Rosetown. is where like I started. Bigger, yeah. And then Regina. I miss Regina. Uh, I, I didn't so much when I was growing up. You're the I, only one I know, in this right? room anyway. <laughs> Poor Regina. I miss Aww. Regina too. I think go for some Regina right now. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Baldwin, Kim Coates. Check it out. It's the Rally for Kids Scavenger Cup in Toronto in support of the Pinball Clemens Foundation. If you want details, if you want to donate uh, last minute, or if you want to be uh, you know, getting ready for the event next year, rallyforkids.com. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for Thanks coming, for having guys. Me. Thanks, guys. Love you guys. There is a cosmetic procedure that is all the rage in New York City right now. The treatment has gone up 25% in the last year, okay? Mm -hmm. It's phallic fillers. I thought this was really dangerous. We were talking about this the other day, wondering if people still do that. They go in for um, like an enlargement procedure. This is different. This is actually, you know what they're using? They're using... Juvederm, which is commonly used on the face to smooth out wrinkles. So, row plastic surgery on Park Ave is one place that offers these fillers. They charge anywhere between $3,000 and $25,000 US, and it's become so popular that they now call the doctor that does it Dr. Venus. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it will actually give you about a two inch enlargement effect. If injected properly, I'm two inch, two inch. Wait, are we talking distance? Are we talking uh, girth? I'm trying to figure. Out, I mean, here's the thing: it says circumference, but I find that hard to believe. I mean, I've, I, I think they meant distance as opposed to circumference. I don't know. Uh, I two inches. I, how do you how do you grow distance through a filler? Like I feel like it is girth. It, like you're getting girth? two inches wide. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> circumference. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's a two-inch circumference, wow. um, you know, and it will vary depending on the person. But a lot of people who are getting it done say it really helps them stand out in the dating world. <laughs> it's really changed things, you know, for them. Yeah, I wonder what, there's got to be a 
side effect or a drawback. Um, apparently, it's exactly the same as getting Juvederm injected into your face. It lasts for about a year, and then you go oh, have so it then done you- again. <laughs> then you go back to the way you were. Guys, come on. Reality here. It gives you a little time, and then it goes back to the way it was. Yeah, I, wait a second. I'm wait. I, I gotta look for something. I, yeah, here. I'm really curious. What you're looking for a sound effect? I guess. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. What do you, here we go. <laughs> I don't know if that was worth the wait, but uh, thank you. Yes, that's what happens. <laughs> Wish I had that ready. What do you think? Would you have it done? A lot of people. Not are- if it meant that a year later. I had to go back. No, I'm I'm fine. You're fine Look, with the way you I'm are. I'm married now. Yeah, but a lot of people are saying if they're in relationships that it, their spouse is loving it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to. I guess this would be a decision for my wife, but I, you know, I don't know. No. This is not something I would want to mess know, with. You don't want to mess with it. that because you don't know what you know. All of a sudden, a little slip in the needle. Next thing yeah. you know. I also don't want to be wider than I am long, so that could be a trial. <laughs> <laughs> like once you start that process, if the first time goes over well, like you're doing that for the rest of your life, you can't go back. You can't go yeah. back. It's like getting your lips done, right? And yeah. all of a sudden You just and then they slowly get bigger and bigger, right? <laughs> just look at, you know, uh, Meg Ryan or Yes. Melanie Griffith. Yes. Or, you know, those people that have just gone too far with the needle. Well, too they could be brought down Guys, a bit, you know? Let me tell you something. I feel like it's. Uh-huh. I want to start getting fillers. Not anywhere downstairs, just on the face. I've, I've decided it's time. Right. Everyone's doing it. They look great. You look great. Aww, you don't need it. Thanks, Bundus. Right. You don't need it. <laughs> I agree. Wouldn't be a Friday unless we had some Friday morning fun yeah! facts. Would you say that... Jordans are probably one of the most famous sneaker of all time. One of the most successful sneaker brands. Yes, yeah. Gotta be, for yeah. sure. I mean, the guy doesn't even play anymore, and they're still coming up with different versions of Jordans and collectors. And, and there's lineups for days yeah. waiting to get them. Well, Michael Jordan originally wanted to endorse Adidas, not Nike. But Adidas passed on signing him because executives at the company felt like he was a little too short to impress people. What? Yeah. One of the greatest basketball players of all time, who, by the way, was six foot six, they wanted a seven footer. I'm pretty sure that the Nike brand of shoe was not as popular in basketball until because of that whole Adidas thing with Michael Jordan. Oh. When Michael Jordan decided to go with Nike, that's what made the Nike brand oh. as popular as it is. Yeah. So big mistake. Big mistake. Uh huh. Who's Adidas? Like sponsoring nobody, uh, probably a lot of yeah. people. <laughs> not Michael but, Jordan, but they don't. I don't think they have the same cachet as Jordans. But I'm not like a sneaker freak either. Um, there is a term for when good music affects you so much that it gives you goosebumps. Okay, and the term is free song. So you got a little free song happening when you've heard a song that gives you goosebumps. Free song. Like, f- imagine free and son together. Free song. Is that an English word? Or is it like com- like a German word? Oh, Professor, Professor Bundes. Bundes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would like what to know the, the roots of that word. What is the origin? from a Latin word? I'm just doing some research. Some research on this. I'll turn him on my cock. I didn't dig that deep, Professor Bundes. Sorry to not impress you with that. Oh, you're so cute. Oh, boy. China drinks... 38% of the alcohol in the world. But the funny thing is, is that most of it is nothing you've ever heard of oh, because yeah? 99.5% of all the alcohol they drink is a liquor. And I don't even know how to pronounce this, but it looks like it's pronounced Beiju. It's like, Beiju. Is, it like a, is it like a sake? I have no idea. Like a whiskey? B A I J I U. And no, I don't know the origin of the alcohol, Bundes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And finally, have you ever wondered why Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and Baba Black Sheep sound exactly the same, the music at least? Yeah, why? Well, it's because they're, the songs for that, and actually even the alphabet song, yeah. were all derived from the Mozart original, A Vous Mama, which sounds like this. They're all based on a Mozart song. Baba Black Sheep. Twinkle, twinkle, little, you know, like they're all kind of sick. C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So all that time you were listening to Mozart and probably never even knew it. And those 
are your Friday morning fun yes. facts for this Friday, the 18th of October, October uh, 2019. <laughs> okay. Tuber. Thank you for that. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.